wasn't easy. Never is. Didn't manage to set the world record overnight. Burnt myself in the court. Fought the way. Fell ten times. Got up at eleven. The ice taught me that you can keep moving forward. Regardless of how many times you slip. Why? Because my passion is on fire. Even on the nights. I am. विश्वराज जडेजा सो ऑनर्ड टू हैव मिस्टर विश्वराज जडेजा ऑन द स्टोरी ट्रक I could have given a list of his achievements and his journey right from uh, the start to winning 65 national champions but we're going to cover everything and let's go ahead with the first question so i want to know while growing up what was your first connect to the sporting world or anything related to sports or a pair of skates i think for me uh, i'm the third generation uh, sports person in our family so it was obvious that i was going to take up sports one way or the other uh, especially with my grandfather playing hockey for the gujarat university at the time he played with mr dhyanchand also the great uh, and uh, then my father and both my aunts also representing like going to the nationals for roller skating at the time and then uh, yeah i mean i grew up with all these sports memorabilia in the house like medals for my aunt skates like medals incredible amount of medals because my aunt was national champion for almost 10 years uh and then yeah it was it was very normal that i'm go- i was going to i it was i knew that hey i'm going to take up sports and i remember walking and roller skating at the same time so i don't have like a different memory i remember roller skating as an integral part of my upbringing you know and it was just something we did in the house it's not like hey we will do it for sport for it's just like it was a part of the lifestyle and then you know So, okay yeah. so was it a positive aspect of the part of your lifestyle or was it kind of like a pressure that these people have achieved so much so even i need to get that to that level i i actually thrive on pressure right so for me if if uh, it was i think at the time initially there was no there was no thought put into it for my parents also it's just like keeping vishwaraj is very hyperactive we have to keep him occupied and we have to keep him busy so that's why sports was a good outlet for them uh, to me for me to have but subsequently at some point it just became very serious and even till date my mom thinks that it is something which you just do uh, my parents think it's something which you just have to do in your life and uh, yeah nobody looks at it as a job job you know we just love to do what we do and that's it so so when did it go from being something that you enjoy doing to be something that you will do for the rest of your life i i think i still enjoy it it's i mean i enjoy it too much at times i feel it's just uh, but uh, i think 99 was my first nationals when i was 14 uh yeah under 14 so i yeah, 1999 was my first roller skating nationals uh in chandigarh which was i think that was one of those moments when i realized like oh this could be interesting you know and in that year in the state levels i had won like three four bronze medals so yeah that feeling of standing on the podium 
it's just something which is uh, incredible oh, at what time in your life did you get that inspiration to go for ice skating a friend of mine he's a lawyer now okay we were in school together and uh, he reminded me now in 2017 16 17 when we were trying to tackle an issue together he said uh, vishwaraj do you remember in 2001 uh, we were taking a walk on the on the grounds on the, on the field, like running ground uh, you said that you wanted to do ice skating because it's part of the olympics and the roller skating is not so you'll get to the nationals and then you'll go pursue this dream uh, to go to the winter olympics for india for ice skating i was like oh wow that's a long time and he remembered this so i always tell people like no no it was 2006 7 when i realized like this is going to happen but no it was not that it was earlier than that so i guess it was obviously there in my mind somewhere that i want to do this uh and eventually there was like a benchmark which i had set for myself also like at least one national medal national gold uh, for roller skating then at least once representing india at the world championships for roller skating or inline skating and then probably i'll i'll figure out how to move to ice and then it, 2008 was everything came together uh and that's that's it so i guess theoretic i mean in my head I like imaginatively like it was it was more like when i was younger when i was 15 16 like this is what i'm going to do for my life pursue the winter olympic dreams for india and uh, yeah practically it happened in 2008 so do you want to start your very own podcast then anchor is the easiest and best app to go about it Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and amazing platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. When did you shift to Netherlands then for long track ice? Yeah. Long track ice skating is something what like cricket is to India. so for example we have the lockdown over here everything is closed supermarkets are open and ice tracks are open for people to go ice skating it's like cricket like you know in india lockdown was there but we were still playing the ipl right so it is something similar and uh, and that was for, for me that was very important that that's why i come go to europe i mean go to the netherlands uh, and again when you say shift here it is it is it is not like shifting here shifting here it was just we don't india doesn't have an infrastructure for uh, sports of for with the sports in that sense uh where you can actually pursue to become an olympian for ice skating at least uh, i will not say for what the other sports but like for at least for long track ice skating we did not don't have and we still don't and i don't know when we will have one uh so for me it was very clear and then secondly i needed a teacher a guru you know like we grew up in india with teachers the idea that the philosophy that you need a guru for what you want to achieve so for my coach vim newauje he is he's based on, he is dutch and he is one of the most uh, educated like one of the most qualified coaches for the long track ice skating and uh, yeah 
but initially you know as an indian person you need a visa to be in europe uh and for ice skating there was nothing like that that hey you can come on a visa for sports or you know so then i was studying electrical engineering back home uh so like basically that's what we do right in india at the time at least in the 90s and the early 2000s i now i see more that people are participating in other educational fields more arts and crafts and you know so like that but in those times there was only three things you could be a doctor engineer very restricted yeah 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 you were a doctor engineer or a loser you know you could be <laughs> one of those three things so and uh, yeah so that basically that's it and uh i tried to be like i cleared 12 science you know so 12 science uh the year i cleared 12 science i also did i had the national gold medal for roller skating so sports and education there was a myth that hey you can't sport and do be do get yourself educated but hello it is uh, yet a myth that uh, people consider and they think it's almost impossible especially with the indian education system that focuses so much on academics and uh, very less on extracurriculars if somebody asks me about it i just i don't i got to the ice skating scene 10 years late or actually let's say forget that 5 years too late if i had not lost those 5 years in just trying to figure out how to educate myself properly and you know then we would have been 5 years ahead of time and what i'm going through now could have been already addressed and now we would have pursued towards more uh better right. not better so, like more efficient more optimal pursuit one more of, milestone would have been covered exactly but, exactly exactly 65 national national uh, records could have been 100 already you know now it's going to take me another 4 years 5 years to get those last 25 Yeah. So, did you face a culture shock when you went from here to there, and how did you? How do you yet constantly deal with uh, being away from loved ones, like while training and all of that? Uh, I think in cultural shock, not per se, because I grew up in a big city. So the big city environment is very much like the big city environment. Everywhere is the same, but I think the bigger. for me the more cultural shock was within the sports in the sense that how they perceive the sports how professional they are how professionally it is pursued uh otherwise everything else was fine for me it is like there was not a big uh, issue like if you're a speed skater in holland they you know embrace you with all their support there is and uh, trust me if, if i was not in holland in the netherlands pursuing this i would have quit already for a long time ago because the sports is perceived in a certain way in this country in the netherlands i was able to pursue it for such a long time i will be able to pursue it for a longer time and i have been doing this yeah i remember my first couple of weeks at the ice track their question was you're from india yeah okay so everybody there's a billion people a billion of you so what's new there like oh, you're a ice skater like oh yeah okay that's interesting now how do you want to do this that was the second question you know and then the third question was okay so you want to do this these are the things you might have to do all right but you have to remember you're from india so people are going to call you crazy and insane you have to embrace that you have to accept that so you had yeah. that constant uh, allegation or something like that not allegation and mostly from india india not from anywhere else in europe it was a, the most normal thing i could do like oh indian ice skater fantastic let's do this and back home it took me a while to at least convince convey make people understand you know right. that hey this is the real thing this can actually happen you know so what happens is um then i had to like 
decide like, hey, I want to move to Europe. How do I start? Where do I start? And in that year, I was also supposed to represent India at the World Championships for roller skating. I applied for that college to study computer science and I got in. And on paper, I was not that strong because I had just passed well science and I, this was my, I was kicked out already by two, three, three different colleges in India already because I was doing too many sports. Again, that was also one of those things like convincing an engineering college to let you pursue. You yeah, pursue. Right. And especially like, I, sometimes I wonder like private universities where they, you have to pay so much, you still need their, their permission to pursue sports. That is so weird. You're paying so much money, just you're taking, first of all, you're taking a student loan to pay that. And on top of it, you have to take permission to pursue your own goals. Eh? Right. So it just, I feel, all those things, like when you like kind of dissect these things, my mind was blown. Like once I got out of India, I was able to give an objective view to a lot of observation to a lot of things. And new perspective, right. new perspective. And I, then I realized what was I doing with my life? You know, it's just like, why couldn't I just, and luckily I grew up in a household where we had all the freedom in the world to pursue sports, to pursue arts and crafts, but also to get an education properly, you know? Uh, so that was something which, yeah, uh, you know, as, as an elite athlete, you are constantly pushing yourself. Right. Once you push yourself, there will be times when you go overboard and injure yourself. And when you go over, you injure. So it is like a chicken and egg story. Are you pushing yourself to improve? Yes. Then you will get injured. When you get injured, that is when the true, true step, test start. How can you keep it calm, keep it together and, you know, again, start pushing yourself. So... I've had injuries all over my body a couple of times. Uh, cracked patella, herniated uh, back, uh, dislocated ribs, broken wrist, dislocated shoulder, concussion, you name it, it's been there. Uh, so it's just basically you have to find a meaning in what you're trying to do. And you constantly need to keep finding that. Look, Keep looking for that. And that will keep you going. And obviously, there's so many doubts most of the time because, yeah, Indian ice skater, that is something which there's no go to book. You know, there's, there's like literally you, you're writing the book right. as you go along. End up. For example, one of the near death experiences to be saying is like we were in the Himalayas at 4,500 meters next to, next to Somoriri Lake. And I overdid myself a little bit and I was out of oxygen. Like I could not breathe. There was lack of oxygen in my body. And then I had to be given oxygen. And that was like the nearest hospital was like four hours away, kind of, you know. So, it was just one of those things which you don't think about when you plan and then you realize, wow, that was very, very sketchy. to me. You just spoke about uh, going to the Himalayas and I know a lot of people go over there to find their true purpose or to find themselves. So mm. what was your reason of going? Uh, 2018 was the initial idea and the goal uh, for, for participating at the Winter Olympics. But due to a series of crashes during the summer training, I could not walk. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things happened. So I don't, couldn't even race in that season. Uh, so I was depressed. I was in a dark hole, very dark place. And one of my friends, uh, one of my musician friends over here, he said, like, maybe uh, you should go to the Himalayas to find yourself. And I was like, okay. A month later, I just prepared to go to Pangong Lake go ice skate on one of the other first highest frozen lake. That was my first trip. We were able to find a sponsor. We were able to find support and all of those things. 
uh, and he was a, my friend who recommended this. He was a bit in shock. He was like, yeah, I mean, I meant go in the summer, not in the winter. It's cold there. I'm like, oh, yeah, but well, I'm going now. And because, again, the sport is so big in Holland, I did not want to be in the Netherlands when the Winter Olympics was going on because it will constantly remind me of what I'm missing out on. So in those days, I was literally in Pangong, on Pangong Lake, away from connection, network, everything, just me and some two of my closest friends. Uh, we just skating there. I was skating there. They were filming. And yeah, we made a documentary about it. I'll send you the link if you want. Sure. I will attach the link down in the description box as well. I just saw the documentary. It's amazing. And oh, yeah, you did. Okay. I did, I did. Pangong Lake is uh, 134 kilometers, I learned, stretching from yeah. India all the way to China. China it's yeah. one of the highest frozen lakes with 4,350 meters. So yes. That is, that's amazing. Yeah, it was, it was like, you, there was nobody there, literally nobody there. Uh, you just, you, you're on this big frozen lake and you're like, and you look around and it's surreal. It's just so surreal. It feels like you're on Mars, you know. And so what do you feel at that point if you're holding the national flag on one of the highest frozen lakes in the world? What, what goes on in your mind at that time? It's also funny because that flag you must have seen that has been with me for 10 years almost. I, I, when I left India in 2008, left in the sense when I started pursuing this dream, I, a very close friend of mine from school gave me this flag like, hey, and that has been traveling with me through, like I've lost a lot, most of my belongings in the process, but the flag has always been there with me. Uh, so I was just very emotional to be actually be in India on a frozen lake skating, basic. As I was really emotional and yeah, happy, elate, elation. So you're happy, you're sad, all the mix of emotions. Mixed and, uh, emotions, right. Mix, because what, I mean, you can't prepare for these kind of things. Um, coming back to the scenario in India. Uh, so what is it like to get into such an unconventional career in Indian society? It is quite special, I would say. Uh, it's, it, it, is, it goes, it transitions from... Is he crazy to what is he doing to how is it possible to what is going on to what will people say to, okay, what will people say was not so much of an issue that much, but still, how is he going to survive? What if this happens? What if that happens? What if something bad happens? He will not be able to have a secured future. What about yeah. the future to, oh, wow, a medal at the international races. Wow. And then, okay, kind of trying to accept, still trying to accept. Uh, and still it's the same. Like, you know, people are grappling with the idea. Like one of the leading magazines of India, when I did the Pangong Lake and the Sumoriri Lake two years in a row, uh, we had gone to them to, let's say, cover my story. And their reaction was like, yeah, but you've never won an international medal, so we don't want to do it. And then this year, they, this year we got, I got back, got in touch with them again and I was like well I won four medals at the Winter Games Masters a multi-sport event where no Indian has even participated before okay then they did a full page front and back and it's a basic situation where uh, you need to keep on doing what you do and you can't expect people to understand it because first of all you also have to understand what you're doing and that is also you know, one of the biggest challenges of the youth today. <laughs> so, end of the day, it's not the people. It is your, again, I go back to what I said earlier. 
if you are motivated enough you will find a way non performers always end up playing the victim i say you know? right. so i don't i never wanted to feel like a victim i always want to focus on what can i do to keep doing what i do right instead of blaming anything anyone for example oh what is your view on uh, the typical way india as a country glorifies cricket or kabaddi or something like that and the lesser known sports are always behind the curtain so even while growing up you must have seen in textbooks there's always a picture of famous cricketers at sportsmen of india but there is no one uh, from a lesser known sport like supposing speed ice skating or something like um, hockey hockey also though it's a national sport it's very- again the governing bodies of the sport are doing a great job at promoting nurturing the sports and the talent that mm. is why we keep hearing about them more right so again and plus we don't have other heroes than cricketers do we in the sports maybe if you do a little bit of research you will know more about it. maybe you guys did a good research you found me and then right right uh and cricket again as traditionally an old sport i mean i don't blame the sport at all at all it is the governing bodies of respective sports are doing a good job at promoting and nurturing their sports and the talent and that is what you see the result imagine if all the sports are doing that we'd have a different scenario yeah. right now yeah 1.5 billion people and we man don't even manage uh, i mean we can count medals in one hand every time we go to the olympics do you know how frustrating that is for as an athlete for me how infuriating it is last let's say last six winter olympics like last six winter olympics you can count on one hand how many athletes have participated for india like every year there would be one guy shiva keshwan i know him luckily now arjun award winner he's been participating for india for six years you know the only other person who has participated in so many olympics has been leander pace which is at seven olympics so i mean that tells us enough about so i mean my view is insignificant again i will because i'm a small sport i'm a, i'm somebody from a very small obscure sport in indian scenario uh, so all i can say is well there's a lot which there is a lot of potential i'd say there's a lot of potential people like you you know who are asking the right questions for a change which is very heartwarming uh, and that is what is important like if we are starting to ask the right questions i think the right answers we'll end up finding the right answers but if you are not asking the right questions what do you expect if anyone's watching this and anyone's inspired to get into the same spot as you are what advice would you give them what path should they follow uh the more crazier the dream and the more crazier the goal the more fun it's going to be so make sure you pursue that process itself is so enlightening i mean i'm glad i didn't go to university and this 10 years has been my university or this 12 years has been my university the things i've learned things i've learned about entrepreneurship things i've learned about logic <laughs> things i've learned about logic <laughs> things i've learned about people it's incredible things how to pitch to companies 120 companies now have rejected my proposal for sponsorship how to deal with government bodies how to give, deal with sports organizations how to deal with sports ngos sports foundations you know 
what can happen, what can go wrong, what to expect, what not to expect. And in spite of all of that, you still have the hope that at some point it will all be sorted. I think that is what keeps you going. And I think uh, that's it. It doesn't matter. You don't have to pursue ice skating to, you know, go through this journey. It could be, let's say, kabaddi from somewhere, some small village. Somebody wants to pursue kabaddi. Just running, for example, you know, it's a small thing. So I keep telling people, it's not about the ice skating. It's about the sport you're doing and being good at that. That is that is very basic and that is it. And then maybe, okay, why did I pursue ice skating? Because that seemed logical to me at the time that, hey, I've done roller skating for such a long time. And then I was prepared to do everything which required, which it needed, you know, sleeping on couches, sleeping on friends' couches, sleeping on train stations, you know, for a prolonged period of time, all of those things. If you're prepared for it, go, do it. Getting wet in the snow and the rain, cycling every day to the ice track and back, <clears throat> 10,000 kilometers a year of cycling, being told that, oh, you're not Indian anymore because you're living abroad and all of those things, you know. So it's just, you just have to be prepared for the worst and expect the best, basically. That's, that's it. Yes. And giving up is ne- not, giving up is absolutely not a choice not and an option for me, at least. And for the young people, I'd say, should I say to the young people, man? The young people are very enlightened right now in India. I'm very happy about that. I'm very proud of that, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's just say the young people should at least go run every day for 15 minutes. Physically, go running. That's it. That's a small thing you can do. Right. So along with all this, uh, what is your greatest learning that the sport has given you? Something that has impacted your life. I realized that uh, from start to finish, you're always alone. You have to deal with yourself the most. As a human being, if you see subjectively, objectively, you're born alone and you're dying alone. You might have people around you. And similarly, for long track speed skating, we have the same. We are two people running against each other. So it's like a race against the clock. Life is a, a race against the clock, right? So... Long track ice skating just keeps on reminding me that every time I'm on, I'm on the start line, like okay, start to finish, you're on your own, do your best or you lose. Or when you look back at that race, you'll regret and you don't want to do that. So I guess. Wow. I also wanted to ask, um, what is the symbolic importance to you for supposing snow or a pair of skates or ice or your jersey or the flag? What... Uh, what is the importance? Not something known to us, something special, unique to you. I think for the Indian flag, which I said, which has, which I've been carrying for such a long time, that has been one of the most important things I've carried around for a long time. So symbolically, you can say that I've been carrying the country in my heart and in my bag throughout the process. And that is how much I love the country love my country love what i do it i mean skates and all of those things are tools right to achieve what we want to do yeah what goes on in your mind before you start a race just before nothing starting? blank nothing. blank if i'm thinking th- something then it'll go wrong so i have learned over a period of time i learned to make it go blank otherwise you go mad you know i leave the leave everything on the door of the ice track go in finish what i have to do and come out but this process took me a long time right. and I've been able to do it successfully for the last three years only. Before that, it was crazy. Completely so, focused, right? So completely focused. Yeah, focus comes naturally once that happens. Right. Just being there, like being in that moment, present, be present, 
being present and my last question for today is uh, what are your future ambitions and goals the future is now so i want to make sure uh, uh, that uh, right now i'm able to train and prepare as good as possible for the 2022 winter olympics and then there are certain ideas and some plans which i have floated and which have been very well received to develop the sport in the country of india and uh in in the himalayas in the mountains and all of those things so i mean i hope i'm able to do that so then first again for the next 3 4 5 years i still want to pursue the sport at the highest level and then eventually develop develop it and get other athletes from india to pursue this so how can we as viewers support your cause then the message of congratulations or good luck once in a while in that sense Okay. send your blessings and send your wishes sure that's, that's i hope everyone uh, hearing this yes I, 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 indian athletes are motivated enough you just have to support them a little bit that's it i i, I people ask me always like what do you think indian athletes need like just a little bit support he's an indian athlete he's motivated enough because uh, i remember one foreign coach uh, telling i i saw this interview about a foreign coach for was it gymnastics or something like uh, he would say like hey in india you have two things if you're an athlete you are you are pursuing two sports one is the sport itself and the other sport is to exist in that sport oh wow <laughs> and i was like wow that is so true so as an athlete i guess indian athlete if they are athletes they are motivated enough they don't uh, they're fine just encourage them and send them some good wishes So thank you so much I'm done with my questions I thank had an amazing time thank you wonderful